This program was first broadcast on Arrow FM, Wadarapa's only community access media station, and shared on access media with the support of New Zealand On Air. Hey, hey, beautiful people, and welcome to World Domination. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, and you are in the perfect place to level up. Here I cover all things personal development, mindset, healing, spirituality, and manifesting your most abundant and impactful life. All done with a massive dose of real talk and an open book policy, because who is time for superficial chit-chat? Thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing you, and thank you for showing up when it would be way easier to watch Netflix. Let's get into it. Oh, and don't forget to connect with me over on Instagram at TheMonicaFerguson. Hey, hey, beautiful people, Monica Ferguson here. Welcome to this week's episode of World Domination. And I feel like this week we're going to take it way back to where this all started for me because I feel like I've been talking about self-worth non-stop for like five years. (laughs) But this week I had an experience where I was with a couple of women and they were asking me about what I do and I started, you know, Let's, let's be real, ranting about self-worth and uh, getting all fired up about why I do what I do. And they were just like, like their jaws hit the floor. I was thinking, wow, the self-worth message, this conversation about all these things that we all experience yet don't talk about, you know, this is so current. This is such an enormous part of so many people's lives. And I really got to see again the importance of having this conversation. So I want to break this down again. You know, I know that different countries operate differently. So this particular episode is going to be really heavily targeted at my New Zealand brothers and sisters. um, Because our culture here is so different. Our tall poppy syndrome, our, you know, issues around emotion like emotion and emotional intelligence and and being able to express and communicate and all that kind of stuff I think there's still a lot of our culture that's very much about shoving it down don't feel it don't talk about it harden up she'll be right and what we're seeing is the fallout of that right we're seeing what that does to people when you suppress when you don't allow them to express when you when everyone's pretending instead of opening up, right? And that's the whole point of this podcast is to create a space where you realize everyone is going through the same stuff. All of us are going through the same things. It's just that you might not see that on Instagram. People aren't open about it, right? But I can tell you from working so intimately in a space of photography or coaching with hundreds, thousands of people, it is the same thing. And people are always so like shocked, like, how did you know that about me, Mon? Like, because you're not, you're not special in this, right? Of course, you're, you are special. Don't get me wrong. But your fears, your doubts, your insecurities, your feelings of not being good enough are not different to anyone else. We're all the same. It's just that we don't speak about it. Okay. So this is the first thing, right? Self worth. I would love for you to think about what that is for you right now. In your own life, if you're being honest and simply without judgment, right, just an acknowledgement, how do you actually feel about yourself right now? Okay, that's a good place to start. 
Now the next question I'm going to ask you is, how do you treat yourself in your life right now? Because right? one of the things that that I see over and over and over again, right, is this, I'll do it when sort of situation. Like we think, I'll look after myself when. Once I get that money, then I'll do that. You know, once I smash that next financial goal, then I'll start taking holidays. Um, I'll start working out once I have this. I will, you know, whatever. It's this constant thing that we have, right? But we've got to understand that we are at cause in our life, right? Which means that we're not reacting to our life. We don't just sit back and wait for things to happen and then go, oh, I like it or I don't like it. Rather, we get out in front of it. We decide, we create, we choose, we are intentional. That is the whole point, right? Is that we are leading our own lives. So we're not just victims to our life, right? Now, in the case of self-esteem, confidence, self-worth, how many people do you know who operate like this? Bugger all. That's what I can tell you. That's a technical term, by the way. (laughs) Right, most of us, we look in the mirror, we criticize, we shame, we judge, we hate ourselves, we say 20 negative, awful things to ourselves, and then we go about a day and we wonder why we feel like trash. And then, whatever state we're in, we're going to attract more things like it, right? Now, just to bring a bit of, you know, mindset and psychology into this for a sec, because this isn't actually a fluffy concept, right? We can sit here and say, oh yeah, like attracts like, which is of course true. But to understand that our brain, our subconscious mind, that is 95% of our mind, right? Now it is so powerful because its purpose, its function is to protect us and to keep us safe. So it's very good at that. It's very, very good. Now we, every second, are inundated with millions of pieces of information, right? So our brain can only process about 132. So it filters, it filters down through a process called generalize, distort, and delete. So literally it's like mining through our life, our experience, and it's looking for things that are important. And it decides what's important based on what we dominantly focus on, right? Which means that if you look in the mirror every day and you say, oh, you are so fat and so ugly. You're going to be single forever. Who could love you? You are so useless. You can't lose weight. You're not good enough. You always fail. You're so useless. You can't stick at anything, right? Now, these are things. Let's be real. I've said all these things to myself in the past. And these are just kind of common things, right? I've heard this a million times from people. Now, if we are constantly putting that into our brain, we're building neural pathways, which means it's easier to think that the next time, right? And guess what? Then our brain is like, oh, okay, cool. So you, you want to um, focus on being fat and ugly and not good enough and, and all these things. So guess what? Your mind literally starts to filter your experience for that. So what that looks like is, you know, you might have... You might have someone who's looking at you and who's thinking, who smiles at you, right? And who thinks, oh, you are so beautiful. But your mind isn't going to interpret that because it's not even on the radar, right? It's going to look at that and go, oh, why are you looking at me? Now, let's be real. Who who can like think of a, a time that this happened? I remember I learned a very, very valuable lesson when I was like 18. And I was working at a cafe and I was working behind the counter and I noticed that this lady, one of the, the guests in the cafe, she kept on 
staring at me. Every time I looked up, she was staring at me. And I was just like, what is this lady's problem, honestly? And I was getting really annoyed. And right before she leaves, she walks up to me and she says, oh, I just love your earrings. Where did you get them from? Now, you, you can take a guess as to where my self-worth was at that time, right? Absolute trash. Like, it was in the sewer. I despised myself. So, of course, I'm going to interpret that a certain way based on my own filter, my own perception, right? Now, this is the importance of the stories that we tell ourselves because we do live in the world with other people, right? So, if you have this narrative of being useless, being stupid, being unworthy, all whatever these things are, that is how you're going to interpret your world. So what happens if someone in your life has a really bad day and they lash out at you? If you have a really healthy self-esteem, you're going to go, oh, whoa, have you had a bad day? What's up? Do you want to talk about it? But if you are, you know, on really shaky, thin ice, so to speak, and if you are constantly feeling that you're not good enough, something like that, you're probably going to interpret it very differently, aren't you? You're going to make it about you. You're going to go, why is it, does everyone treat me like this? I'm not good enough. See, here's more evidence of that. The only difference is what's going on in your head, right? And you can change that story whenever you want. And here is the thing that we must do, right? Because I cannot believe how many times I've been through this with literally everyone, whether they be photography clients, coaching clients, even um, my young, my younger kids, my youth at the village. Like I do this exercise with everyone, right? Because everyone says to me, I want better self-worth. I want to feel confident. I want to feel good enough. I want good, healthy self-esteem. Rock on. That's great. Let's do it. So then I'll say, okay, cool. So tell me some things that you like about yourself. And it's like crickets, a deer in the headlights, right? Panic. So what are you celebrating about yourself this week? What are you really proud of yourself for? What are your greatest achievements? What are your best qualities? What makes you so amazing? And people panic. They literally sweat. They try and deflect. They change the subject. Oh, honestly, good try, guys. Good try. It's happened so many times that I just laugh. And I sit there and I'm like, I'm, I've got all day. Like, I'm not le- letting you out of the space. And this is the thing. Isn't that wild that in order for me to help people really start to believe in themselves, to speak to themselves with love and compassion, I have to make them so uncomfortable. And that speaks volumes about what is going on for us as a society. Because if I flip that, right, what are the five things you hate most about yourself? What are your five biggest regrets? What part of your body do you hate the most? What, what are you carrying most shame around right now? People could tell me so quickly. They could go on and on and on, right? On and on and on and on. And we've got to break the cycle. If we want to have healthy self-worth, if we want to feel really good about ourselves, we need to stop trashing ourselves. And it sounds so basic when we say it, right? But I, like I say, I cannot reiterate what a stretch this has been for almost everyone that I've ever worked with because we are so comfortable in our self-loathing. It's familiar. It's safe, right? And so if I go back to the start of this, where I was speaking about New Zealand in particular, right, in terms of this tall poppy culture, what we see is if you stand out too much, if you become too successful, too confident, too seen, 
there is that tendency for people to pull you down, tear you down, right? Whatever. Now, what I've actually noticed in my own life on this is I haven't noticed people actually verbally attack or criticize or anything like that. I know when I first started my business, there were a lot of people who were very um, cautious and very much like, you need to be realistic, you should get a nine to five, that kind of thing. That definitely existed. Um, but no one really came out and said to me, who do you think you are or anything like that? However, as I level up now, it might happen more. <laughs> but what I have observed simply is that people just start removing themselves from your life. I have had so many friends over the last few years and I just, I haven't heard from them in years and I stopped chasing them and they just didn't come, you know, and and then I let go when I started noticing like, oh, it's always me coming to you. It's always me making the first phone call and they just stopped calling and being okay with this, right? This is the thing. So just to reiterate so far, so you guys are with me, right? Self-worth, your self-talk is everything. You're in your head all day, every day, right? So I want you to really think about the beliefs and the stories that you're holding on to right now. When you look in the mirror, what do you say to yourself? If someone is unhappy with you, they're upset at you, How do you respond? Do you internalize that and go, oh, I'm so stupid, I'm so useless, I must make them happy with me? That's where that people-pleasing stuff comes out, right? Or are you able to sit with it and go, actually, you know what? That's not about me. Are you able to do that? Because that's the key, right? That is the key. When you understand who you are and what you bring to the table and you actually value yourself, (laughs) that's where... You're able to navigate life so much more efficiently, all right? So here's the, the first thing you guys need to do is speak to yourselves much better. Start catching yourself on the negative, gross things that you're saying. I think you should see me in your head, just like nagging you every time. <laughs> so now that's great. You know, that's great. I can, I can nag you for a while, right? That's the first thing. So the awareness of it, right? But then you have the choice. What do you do with it when it comes up? When those thoughts, those voices, those stories, those gross little negative things pop into your head, what do you do with them? Because in the beginning, it's a conscious shift, right? Because chances are you have been trash-talking yourself your entire life. So if you decide today, this ends now, I deserve, I actually deserve so much better than this. I'm no longer going to speak to myself like this. I'm no longer tolerating disrespect from anyone, especially myself. Well, remember your brain is used to operating a certain way. So in the beginning, it's going to be a conscious shift. So for you to hear yourself say, oh, you're so fat. Oh, whatever. No, I'm not. Or whatever you're going to say, right? So first step is the awareness. Second step is what to do about it. So reframing those beliefs. And my top tip on this is to actually ask yourself, is that true? And let me tell you, the amount of amazing (laughs) breakthrough moments I have seen with clients and with people simply by asking that question. Because just because you think a thought over and over again doesn't make it true. But if you give it power by never challenging it, then it will become 
it will it will be manifesting in your life all the time, right? So it will have the appearance of being true, but you can change it at any point. And a huge one to you mums out there, a huge belief that almost all of you carry is this guilt or this shame or this feeling of not being a good enough mum. And so you can ask yourself, is that actually true? And okay, one of two things will happen, right? If it is true, then what do you now choose to do about it? Right? Because you've had the courage now to admit the truth to yourself. That was the thing you were avoiding. That was it, right? That was the thing you were avoiding. So now you've acknowledged it. Okay, cool. Actually, yeah, I could be a better mum. Okay. So how do I choose to be now? What do I choose to do differently? And remembering that all of this needs to come from a space of compassion. Because actually, your kids are watching you. They are going to literally copy you at a subconscious level. You know, our subconscious mind and belief system is formed from zero to seven. So it's not about what your parents tell you. It's about what they show you. So you showing your children how to value themselves, how to respect themselves, how to speak to themselves with love, they're going to do that. And I think that is quite possibly the most powerful thing I've ever heard in terms of us wanting to really work on ourselves, right? Knowing that the younger generations are looking to us and they will follow our lead. I just think that's incredible, right? So let's say, so the thing is true. What are you going to do about it? If it's not true, problem solved. Stop saying it. (laughs) And you'll probably feel an enormous sense of relief by letting yourself off the hook, you know? Oh, I'm not a good enough mum. Is that actually true? No, I'm actually an awesome mum. Boom, bravo, right? So that's the story that you can now choose to start telling yourself. Because actually you're focusing on, oh, I'm not good enough, this and that. Serves no one. And at a deeper level, I just want us to zoom out a little bit here, right? Because as we know, I love the subconscious mind. I think it's fascinating. And our power in understanding how it works is where we have the power to change our life, right? Now here's the thing, and this is not a trick, what I'm about to say, okay, this is not a trick, but every single thing we do has a positive intention, okay, so you sitting around right now feeling unworthy, criticizing yourself, focusing on why you're not good enough, or whatever it may be, is actually getting you something positive right now. And I know you might think that that's a trick. It's not. Now, often the positive thing that we're getting is safety, right? Because if we feel not good enough, not pretty enough, not skinny enough, not smart enough, we're going to hold ourselves back. We're not going to put ourselves out into the world. We're not going to open ourselves up to relationships or vulnerability or being seen, being potentially judged, opening ourselves up to a risk of you know, failure, quote unquote. So what we need to do is dig deep to actually figure out what is driving this because something is driving it or else you wouldn't do it. That's just how the mind works, okay? So the real way to shift the deep core self-worth, self-esteem, self-love issues is understand how it's actually benefiting us to feel unworthy, and not good enough right now doesn't mean that you won't start the business because you don't feel good enough 
because you're actually afraid that if you started the business, then you would be seen. And maybe in the past you got unwanted attention. Maybe in the past you were told that you were stupid and you would never amount to anything. So actually your mind is trying to protect you from feeling stupid again. You know, does this make sense? (laughs) Um, And these were huge things that I had to work through. The more and more visible I became, the more like seen and heard I was becoming, I had to confront these things within myself because my own mind was just like, whoa, back that up. Like we are not going to go and start a podcast. We're not going to go on the radio. We're not going to get a business and go to meetings and speak to people and get on stage. We're not doing that, right? Why? Because it's not safe. (laughs) Don't you remember all the times that you were criticized and attacked? Don't you remember how unsafe it is? And all these childhood experiences came flooding back to the point that it was like fight or flight in the most extreme way, right? So it was only in navigating the deeper subconscious reasons that I was able to move through that because my mind was just like hitting brick walls, right? And you can't push through stuff. I know that we are taught and raised in this hustle, go, grind, just keep going culture. What an absolute crock of BS. Because our subconscious mind, as I've stated already, is 95% of our mind and it is responsible for our survival. Which means that you can't outwit it. If you keep pushing yourself and your mind doesn't feel safe, it will stop you somehow. Right? How many of us have had experiences like this? We were absolutely exhausted and we kept pushing, kept pushing, kept pushing. Something happened. Right? We got really sick. Or um, like just all sorts of things happen. Because you're not meant to push through. Right? You're meant to be in a state of flow and alignment. And that doesn't always mean that you're comfortable. Often you're very uncomfortable. But there's a huge difference between being in a growth zone where you're expanding but you're going with it versus just pushing against yourself, right? And every time that you're in that real like fear or, um, you know, for me sometimes I get, I get angry, like rage. I have all these gross emotions come up anytime I'm about to hit and like break through a new level because my mind is trying to keep me safe. It wants me in my comfort zone. It doesn't want me growing more where it feels like, oh my gosh, there might be more risk or, you know, something bad might happen. I don't know what's in the unknown. So I want you to stay still because we know how to control this environment that you're in now, right? So we must learn how to do this at our subconscious level. Okay. So awareness is power, my friends. This stuff is so not glamorous, but it'll rock your world. It'll change your whole life. When you can become aware of what do you actually believe How do you speak to yourself and understand that you're literally programming your mind to seek out more of those things? So for most of us, that's not a good thing right now because for most of us, we're just flooding our brains with crap over and over again, right? But the power that we have to change that, but I say this with love, get over yourself. (laughs) I say it with love, but it is harsh, but it needs to be said. This whole like... Oh, oh, it's all, but I don't want to say nice things to myself. I'm uncomfortable. I don't care. How uncomfortable will you be at the end of your life looking back knowing that you were like just riddled with potential, that you were called to do amazing things. You had all these dreams and these goals and you never acted on them because you didn't want to sit in uncomfortable feelings and actually say nice things to yourself. Doesn't that seem insane? And like literally the resistance and the pushback that I've had from clients 
repeatedly when I hold them in a space of having to be nice to themselves. And I always make fun of them, you know, like I always say, I mean, it's a joke. I'm not actually making fun of them, but I'm really just making them aware of the situation because I'm like, oh yeah, I'm so mean to you, making you say nice things to yourself and getting you to believe in yourself because they treat me like... I'm doing something awful. And that just goes to show how comfortable they are with the trash talk and the negative stuff. But also, like I said, that that has obviously served them because they're a lot more comfortable sitting in that negative state than actually changing it, right? So the deeper level, there is something positive that they've been getting. And that's why people, when people come to me, it's because they're ready to level up, right? So our job is to absolutely disrupt the old patterns and cycles so that they can then get something new that they haven't had before. So this is the thing, right? Now, oh my gosh, honestly, time goes so quickly. One other thing that I just want to add, because that's actually a lot, so really take some time to reflect on your own self, your own life, and start paying attention to your thoughts. But the other thing is... As you shift, right, as you start to speak to yourself with love and respect, as you start to then raise your standards and your expectations, there are going to be people in your life that don't like it, right? Because they liked the version of you that was pushover. They liked the version of you that would pay for everything and tolerate their behavior no matter how bad it was and was always available and would run around after them, right? And this is something I want to tell you right now that their behavior has nothing to do with you. It is not a reflection of you, okay? So as you start really focusing on, man, I'm actually such a good mum. Like, yeah, sometimes I make mistakes and I'm not perfect, but I give my all to these kids. I love them. I'm doing everything that I can to give them the best life. I'm actually so proud of myself and how hard I go as a mum for them. Now, isn't that such a nice way of speaking to yourself? I'm not saying lie to yourself. I'm not saying sit around going, I'm perfect and angelic all the time. Of course not. We're all human, right? But that shift of accepting yourself as you are, right? So as you start doing that, the people around you that were used to the old you, that were probably benefiting from that version of you somehow, or that that version of you enabled them to stay small in their own life, right? We've all seen it, like, say, the group of friends that go drinking every weekend, one of them decides, hey, I'm not doing that anymore. And the friends push back, right? Because it's actually about what that has triggered in them. It's like you're saying it's not okay. Or it's also like you're saying this is possible to stop. So you're not enabling their behavior anymore, you know? Um, That's just one example But this is something that is so important because this is one of the reasons why people stay in this limiting, you know, negative mindset because it serves them and that they don't have to get new friends, right? So that's one of the reasons. Like, if you like your friends and you growing means that you have to get new friends, it's easier to stay where you are, isn't it? But what is the sacrifice? Your dreams? (laughs) your happiness, receiving the love, the friendship, the health, the money, the impact that you deserve. So it really becomes a bigger question, doesn't it? How do you choose to live your life? 
What do you want for yourself? What do you want for your life? What do you want your kids to see as they grow up? Because like I said, they're watching you. Yeah. So this is deep stuff, you guys. The self-worth stuff is not for the faint of heart. (laughs) And because the more work you do on yourself, the higher you rise, the higher your standards rise, the the more you require from people and the less you tolerate. And I'm not saying be a dick. You don't have to be rude or disrespectful, but you, you absolutely will notice the shift growing between you and certain people. And that's okay. Like I said before, their behavior has nothing to do with you. It is simply a choice. You get to choose to rise. They get to choose. They can come with you or they can stay where they are. Simple, right? Okay, so that is our self-worth chat for this week, you guys. Um, if you want more podcasts on this, let me know. Or let me know if there are any themes that are coming up that you'd love for us to go into more deeply. Um, because like I say, I talk about this stuff all the time. And I sometimes forget what it's like to hear it for the first time. You know, like when I think back to when I first really got into this and how much my life changed. Like it's so easy to forget. So message me and let me know um, what your aha moments were or what are the things that you are finding hard with this in your own life. I'd love to to create some stuff to help. So let me know you guys. And I'm so freaking proud of you for sitting in this space because this is a space that most people are simply not willing to be in. Because it's confronting and we've got to admit things to ourselves and we've got to face things that are unpleasant at times. But you've absolutely got this. And just with a decision, you can start to change everything. And of course, I'm here for you if you want support. Reach out for one-on-one coaching or also my program Untamed, which is a self-study course online, is going to take you way, way, way more deeply into this. You can start right away. So I hope this has been helpful, you guys. I'm so proud of you. Thank you for being here. Big love. See you next week. Thank you for listening. I would love to hear your key takeaways and aha moments from this episode. And I just want to remind you that you can do amazing things. You're incredible. And if no one else today has told you they believe in you, I do. Only a certain kind of person listens to a podcast like this. The best one. Go get him.